as the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. Psalm 42.1 And welcome back for another episode of As the Deer. My name is Jesse, and I am a pastor of a small church in Ogden, Utah. And the purpose in this podcast is to come together with you, my friend, to long after him together, to align our heart and our soul each morning with his. The first great and primary business to which I ought to attend every day is to have my soul happy in the Lord. George Mueller. Let us pray. Today's prayer is a Puritan prayer called In Prayer. O Lord, in prayer I launch far out into the eternal world, and on that broad ocean my soul triumphs over all evils on the shores of mortality. Time, with its gay amusements and cruel disappointments, never appears so inconsiderate as then. In prayer I see myself as nothing. I find my heart going after you with intensity, and long with vehement thirst to live to you. Blessed be the strong gales of the Spirit that speed me on my way to the new Jerusalem. In prayer, all things here below vanish, and nothing seems important but holiness of heart and the salvation of others. In prayer, all my worldly cares, fears, anxieties disappear and are of as little significance as a puff of wind. In prayer, my soul inwardly exults with lively thoughts of what you are doing for your church, and I long that you should get yourself a great name from sinners returning to Zion. In prayer I am lifted above the frowns and flatteries of life, and taste heavenly joys. Entering into eternal world, I can give myself to you with all my heart, to be yours forever. In prayer I can place all my concerns in your hands, to be entirely at your disposal, having no will or interest of my own. In prayer I can intercede for my friends, ministers, sinners, the church, your kingdom to come, with greatness, freedoms, ardent hopes, as son to his father, as a lover to his beloved. Help me to be all prayer and never to cease praying. Amen. No worldly wisdom could bring us comfort. No fleeing riches could bring us lasting joy. No other message but Christ upon the cross. Could sustain us to the end And all we have is Christ And Christ crucified Our only hope is Christ And Christ crucified He was nailed upon the cross Resurrected from the grave Christ and Christ crucified Christ upon the cross.
Christ died as a payment for sin That he was buried in grace alive This is the hope in which we stand The truth that we proclaim is Christ Their Christ crucified Our only hope is Christ Their Christ crucified he was nailed upon the cross, resurrected from the grave, and all we have is Christ, their Christ crucified. And all Breathe afresh in us today. Let us continually yield to you and your spirit and all that you are trying to do through us and for your kingdom. Create in us a yearning to be yielded to you day by day, moment by moment, in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we have the final greetings to the church in Thessalonica. In verse 12, we see this. We ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves, and we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. See that no one repays evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, he will surely do it. C.H. Spurgeon once said, anything that causes us to pray is a blessing. And I would agree with this, no matter how vile, no, no matter how frustrating, no matter how ugly, no matter how inconvenient, if it forces us to our knees to pray to God, it could be and should be counted as a blessing. And I do believe that is much like what this passage here is teaching us, right? Admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all, see that no one repays evil for evil, right? But always seek to do good. Rejoice always pray without ceasing. In fact, oftentimes Paul had to elaborate what he meant by intercession or when he said, I would stop and get on my knees to pray for you. This was a different type of prayer because Paul and most of the early church, I would argue, they just had an intimate connection with the Holy Spirit and they prayed every single day without ceasing. Another note or a quote that I do not have in my notes, but it's from John MacArthur. And he says, for the spirit-filled person, every place becomes a place of prayer. That is what it is like to pray without ceasing. That is what it is like to have an intimate relationship with our Savior, with the Holy Spirit. 
So my friends, until tomorrow, be filled with the Holy Spirit and let the word of Christ dwell in you richly and never cease praying.